0: Moncrief. with Ennery Glaze on News Talk, and you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Oh eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six is our WhatsApp number. Our uh, email address is afternoon at newstalk Or you can follow us on twitter declan buckley and gb news's latest correspondent barbara scully join us uh, <laughs> uh, uh, once again uh, good afternoon to you both I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, i think
1: it's crack yeah what? Be some crack you can say you
0: could, yeah. there'd there'd you crack. You could pretend to be really you could pretend to be really right wing and then go you know
2: I'm not. explode
1: in wokeness oh, yeah. uh, when you get as soon as you get we a could job set up there
2: a rival channel here IRL news which you be in real life as well as, yeah, you
1: know, as opposed to the fantasy world that the they live GB in. News. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get you, that, uh, yeah, that's yeah. very <laughs> profound. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we could set up a station where, actually, yeah, you could. Ireland is more British than Britain. Uh, uh, we could say, you know, we Ooh. could actually have a channel that's beamed into Britain, showing how actually. Ireland is actually more British than Britain is. Well, and we say would,
1: Scone and we have tea at and we, tea scone, at
0: 11. we have tea and everything's wonderful. And, we get, uh, yes. and every, everyone's white and everyone's middle class and they all have plummy accents. And trigger them. That yeah. would drive
2: them mad. It would drive them mad, it would it? would.
0: Yeah. Uh, drive those guys that'd be mad. Anyway, rest, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, most most random, random musings uh, <laughs> uh, on the radio here's your first I question it. more okay. random uh, musings I, uh, I'm in my 40s I've been hanging around with the same uh, friend group since college we were all in the same course but I've branched out into a different career since We were a competitive group and often slagged. I've noticed over the years that their remarks towards me are becoming more aggressive and direct. They criticise my clothes, my new job, and bring up stories of me from nine years ago when I was an entirely different person. I'm not as wild anymore and I beat my insecurities that I used to have in my 20s. They're very tight-knit and talk about their work when we go for drinks. And I can't contribute because I'm not in their industry, which is fine. I really like my job. They do this thing where they say... don't you feel left out? As if I'm going to ditch my job to be part of the group. I tried to confront my friends and ask them to cool down on the insults. But that just got them on the back foot and they came down on me harder. I'm beginning to think that my friends are no longer like me. And I'm worried because it's so hard to make friends in your 40s. If I break up with my friends, I'm afraid I'll have no one. But I also know uh, we're not as good a fit as we used to be.
2: Hmm, mm. This is an interesting conundrum. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, look... Friends are great and, and it's really important that we have friends and have, stop grinning at me, Declan, and uh, that we we have friends and we have a social outlet <laughs> oh in order to have Barbara. a healthy and, and, full, and fulfilled life. Have you seen, did I mention this before, have you seen that documentary on Netflix um, about the blue zones and living to a hundred? No, I'm obsessed with it. Right? Uh, it's this journalist who's from National Geographic, I think, and he studied these blue zones where there's a high number of people who live in, to be a hundred. Yeah, places like Okinawa in Japan, and there's a place in Italy that's up the mountains. They're yeah. all over. There's even a place in the United States where they can achieve this. But one of the most one of the most important things that this guy has has seen to help people to live longer is having. Good friends and having close and, and active society. You need, you need somebody to have a cigarette with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you find out where smoke. On, <laughs> anyway, apropos of nothing right. So so friends are important. That's the first thing. The second thing I would say though, that friends do come and go. They're not a static necessarily yes, in your yeah. life. Because as as we all change and as our lives change and as our circumstances change, very often our friend groups will change because what you might have had in common. Five, ten, twenty 20 years ago with a group or a person you no longer have that commonality. And it doesn't mean you're not friends, but you don't, your friendship changes. You know, mm. you might only see each other, you know, once every few months or once once a year, whereas before you might have seen them every day. And in this case, they used to work together. And so he would have seen them every day. So I think, number one, to say to this guy that what has happened with his friends is really natural and, and very common. Um, That, you know, the friendship is not what it used to be from his perspective. Mm. Um, And I think as well as that, then when, when you have a friend group who this friend group seemed to seem to be where they're not making him feel good about himself and that Mm. they're slagging him and they're making him feel uncomfortable and all that kind of stuff. Then you have to look at it as well and say, well, why are you still hanging out with these people if what you're getting is just heartache and head wreck? Um, He also says that um, he's worried because it's so hard to make friends in your 40s. I don't agree. I don't think it's necessarily harder as you get older. I think you can make friends at any age. But I do think you need to be relaxed, be yourself, And be open to making friends, you know, if you go around thinking you're not going to make friends and thinking it's going to be really hard, then chances are it will be all of that. So um, I would say, you know, put a bit of distance between you and these friends um, and don't worry about that and be really open to making new friends. And if that means maybe taking up a new hobby or, you know, joining in some activity that perhaps you haven't done before, then I think you should do that. But I think you've moved on and you've overcome your insecurities and all, you know, you seem to be in a good place. You're in a job that you like. Mm. So I wouldn't worry too much about the fact that the friends thing is a bit of a problem. Let it go. Put a bit of distance there. What do you think, Dr. Yeah, Denke? no,
1: I, look, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I think, I think at the essence at the core of this scenario is the dynamic within a particular, a specific group of friends. Mm. That's, I don't know whether this is a man or a woman. Um, you're definitely vibing off the fact that it's, it's a man. I don't yeah. know, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, I think it's I, a man, I wasn't yeah. sure, but yeah. I, I kind of felt maybe it was a woman. Um, there's a sensitivity here that is kind of being masked in the sense that this person is saying, oh, we, they criticize me about blah, 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 mm. but, and it's it, it kind of immediately kind of, Uh, poo-pooed straight away as if they're um, they're entitled almost to to have that kind of um, that's the way sorry let me start that again the vibe in the group seems to be very much that it's a a kind of a slagging group Mm. there's a lot of banter that word but there's banter and everybody kind of seems to be uh, able to communicate with that kind of dynamic this person because perhaps they now feel no longer part of the group but with the group they, they've identified ways in which they're different. They're different because they changed their job. But is that the only reason why they're different? Or is there something else going on? I, I'm wondering about that whole thing, whether or not this person is actually um, deciding and attributing behaviours to something that may not be true. Do you know what I'm so saying? So
2: do you think he's kind of imagining it? Not he's imagining. I'm not saying imagining.
1: I'm saying that when when you start to feel sensitive about something because you feel different. you're the outsider or, the di- or, or different, mm. you can often oh, then yeah, what attribute what is the normal dynamic to a specific point that you mm. dynamic. And everything that happens in your direction, you're highly sensitive to. But if it's happening, you know, you're not really noticing what That's Johnny is saying yeah, yeah, to yeah, Brian. You, yeah. And you're not really, you know, picking that. That's yeah. actually just the way that... All, and if this is, an yeah, all guys, I, I think it's uh, men, because that's, you know, groups of men, that's yeah, the way they communicate often. Like, and and, and they're around slagging you know, each other. And also, in that same thing, if it is a group of all men, you know, Johnny deciding that he's going to ditch the group because he's, you know, not getting his emotional requirements out of that, that's just, that's going to not go down very well. And then he probably knows that. What? And what do we invite? Really? But, but it sounds to me though like the, and the, how big the, is the town as yeah. <laughs> well? How big of a town are you living in? Can you really like just you know are you just literally just picking your stool but up I'm from here saying, and moving it over to he the to other go end and of the have ball? A
2: big with them. What I said no, was no. he needs to put a bit of distance if they're wrecking his head. Yes. and Whether it's because he's oversensitive or not, they're wrecking his head. That's not good. You shouldn't have to put up with that. If he I'm not it.
1: saying that, of course I'm not saying that. I, I, what I'm trying to describe is a, is a kind of a dynamic that mightn't be a, 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 you know as it might not be it's as not real. As He's as, as he's feeling, it might be just that's just the way that the the, the guys go on or but whatever. I'm not saying he has mm, to go
2: and mm. have a big row and say, right, that's it, I'm not playing with you guys anymore. You're all being really mean and yada yada yada. He just has to put a bit of distance, not see them as sure. much as he well, has that, up to now. Anybody who
1: knows what a group of like bitchy queens are like the one person you don't want to be is is the person that's not in the room when they're having a bitch so he's kind of he mm. kind of knows that it's kind of like it's not basically what's happening here is this person is going I can see I'm not getting my emotional uh, needs met Often though, friendships also work on a kind of a heritage or a kind of an emotional basis as well, is that you're kind of, you're, you're kind of saying, well, these have been my friends for a long time. These have been my friends.
2: But they can still be, but they're just not maybe the A
1: list anymore. And it's kind of gone down. It's not a kind of a black and white scenario. No. Exactly. So we're kind of coming to the bit where I'm kind of coming to my final point, which is that I don't think he needs to ditch these friends. I think he just needs to find a way to not be around them as much. Yeah, to make sure that, you know, in the interim phase, until he's kind of cleanly away, if that's what he chooses to do, he has to kind of go, I'm not going to be around them so much because maybe what's actually happening here is he's just investing too much time with this group of people. And also he and won't he doesn't make want to.
2: new friends if he's spending all his time with this yeah. particular group of friends. Mm, so I, don't I don't know for years.
0: What? They sound like a kind of, you know, they might... Because it sounds like they they had a way of communicating with each other when they were in college 20 years ago. Yeah. And they're still doing exactly the same thing. And he's reached a point of saying, This is childish. We yeah. you just shut up and have an actual conversation with yeah. me, you know? And and, and
1: and also if he can't participate because they're only talking about, you know, how everybody in the industry is like whatever. Um, and that he's not in that industry. That can be boring.
2: You know, and, and yeah. so you have it But I think you know, we're all saying basically the same thing. Yeah. Which is that he shouldn't be hanging around with them as much as he perhaps used to, because that's not good for you if you're being frustrated all the time by the conversations that are going mm. on, which is feel... not come
1: into play, which is like do you is it a small town? Are you in a position where you can actually make that sly shift away but without he's obviously looking working
2: like working with other people? He's hardly working on a Sweeney Todd. So he's obviously working with other people. So he could easily, you know, he could easily make new friends most most friendship most people make friends in the places they work. Like I wouldn't be friends with you except that we're in here. Do <laughs> you know what would I have them ever yeah. crossed with oh, yours? I think you might
1: be Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you know, but he needs to be open to that. So I think he's He could just, be a busker. What? He yeah. could be a busker. Working on his time.
0: Uh, a literal one man band. I don't think uh, he that's, is. That's, that's, that's what it I'd is. Be and the rest sure of the work in the isn't. college yeah, of music. they are like <laughs> so don't you they're in the choir when <laughs> you're outside begging. All <laughs> together, let's try
1: that harmony. We were. practicing. Oh, sorry, man. Oh no. Okay,
0: I know. I I I must say, I thought it was uh, a. But a, a lot of the listeners think it's a woman. Uh, this is a woman. No bunch of men talk about work football, sport, cars, etc. cetera. <laughs> uh, uh, I should have known. And I Nobody cares about to what they were, says Steve. <laughs> uh, someone else says, friends group, surely women's group. Uh, this has to be a bunch of women. They're jealous. They haven't moved on from what they were 20 years ago and they're trying to keep you back with them. They're unhappy for you because you possibly make them feel like failures in a way. You mentioned you got confidence that so they might not like that either. They got used to you being the, qui- uh, the quiet, the meek, easy target to lord it over. You know, I that's not that. that that
1: person knows them. I don't buy that though. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that the person that the person who wrote this letter in is not as confident as they're they're making it out to be. Because yeah, yeah. that's So I'm not buying that particular thing. I, I do think maybe that the, the gender is irrelevant anyway because it all boils down yes. to one point. Yes, true.
2: And assuming that just because he's referred to them bitching about each other and slagging each other, that it's women is awful. Listeners. Yes. Well, no. Just
0: that. Men do that too. uh, Yes, of course they do. Yeah, it's just a few people think it's a woman, but,
1: you know, it could be either. We don't know. They're they're, they're presumably speaking from their own experiences and and who the people that they have their own experience with. Um, But fundamentally, that would still come down to the point that there's nothing wrong with people evolving kind of away from friends and there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes when that is kind of happening in its early stages people feel that it's a sign that they need to ditch their old friends permanently and irrevocably I think that's a good idea I think you can kind of manage to kind of retain Well I think that's what we're
2: all saying yeah Yeah. yeah. but put a bit of blue water between you and them so that your head is erect all the time and try and make some new friends and maybe also
1: not be so hard on interpreting what their behaviour is like don't be kind of going but if
2: it's annoying you it's annoying you you know what I mean if it starts to grate on your nerves you're problem, there, but then yeah. saying
1: that's because they're this and yeah, they're the You don't this. need that's to do that, you don't need to sit
2: and listen to that yeah. if it's no, you wrecking don't. your head. Yeah, someone <laughs> says that uh, they're not
0: your friends anymore. Um, he's outgrown that group and should move on. Stop trading the utter fallacy about it being easy uh, or difficult to make new friends yes. in Ireland. Uh, someone else says in my first uh, proper job, I had two work groups, uh, uh, those I worked with, and a collection of wannabe footballers from other parts of the company who also knew how to party, I was still in touch with my local buddies too. Weekends were just about long enough if you included Sunday night. (laughs) I'd highly recommend it as a way to broaden your social horizons football uh, yeah football or you know whatever or I, having another good friend and uh, <laughs> somebody now this is quite a thoughtful okay. uh, contribution to it he needs to grow a pair he's the easy <laughs> target stand up for himself and slag the, slag the lads back he sounds like the type he started reading dystopian novels and thinks he's above everyone else okay. rein yourself in you langer oh, uh, geez, it's always imagine. good to hear from Trinity College uh, on these <laughs> uh, on these nuanced questions uh, right uh, I Hello. have been <laughs> I have been married to the same man for over 30 years now and we have known each other uh, for long before that. However, he seems to have developed some very unhealth- unhealthy interests lately. I borrowed his phone recently to look something up on Google, found an opal ta- open tab featuring a lot of pictures of women in stockings and tights. I know he always had a bit of a fetish for stockings and suspenders. Uh, But there were also searches relating to girdles. Girdles! The the sort that women wore in the 1950s. I asked him about it, and he admitted that he found them a turn on. I found it somewhat strange, but then I suppose men are a bit odd. That's true. In the past, he has tried on my underwear, but I never worried about it. However, recently we were shopping together. We were passing by the lingerie section of a well known, almost nationwide clothes shop, when, (laughs) when he spotted girdles of the type he liked. Since then, he's been pestering me to try one on. Every time we pass a lingerie department, he goes in search of girdles. I'm beginning to feel like the priest in the episode of Father Ted who gets lost in the undies department. Furthermore, when watching the RTE weather, he's too busy trying to figure out what the weather women are wearing under their dresses to then actually get the forecast. I suppose I should be past caring. After all, he is a relatively harmless individual, but I fear he may end up getting arrested. I wonder if this obsession with foundation garments is some sort of Oedipus complex because his mother was a very domineering <laughs> woman basically the question is am i married to a pervert <laughs> wow she's put a lot of there, thought into this see. yeah there's a lot to unpack and too it's much use of the word girdle
1: yeah Girdles. like a girdle yeah. a girdle that's like an old word isn't it it really is it's an like old a, word i haven't heard like of a 24 used. hour girdle
2: but it's girdle like spanks basically i mean it's just a more complicated Spanx. yeah yeah
1: but i think girdle kind like of predates the it, yeah, material. Yeah, and it reminds like, you yeah. of
2: whale bones and horses yeah. and things. Yeah. But yeah, but
1: yeah. Be, yeah, there used to be eight hour girdles and 24 hour That's girdles. That's right. Which,
2: like, Very good, Jacqueline. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Why? What to... was the
1: difference? Because they'd run out <laughs> <laughs> the 20,
2: 23 hours. You'd, You'd be, be like, I like, like, better get home quickly because that <laughs> would be, be a like, pumpkin.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, there's a lot in this. Like, there's a lot in this because there's, there's a lot of projection of, of, of about motivations and... There's a lot of kind of judgment, even though there's, there's there's an attempt to not be judgy or even to be kind of almost pseudo psychological in their analysis about this whole thing. I'm, I'm just like, I'm not really even sure what the problem is. The problem is, is that at her, her husband's kind of looking at tights and wants to have a, like they a look at tights. Is that it? Is that... No, it I think it's, he wants to wear women's underwear. I think that's what he wants to do.
2: I think also he wants her to get involved as well and try and on things that he finds turn on that like, yeah. I don't know any woman who's even uttered the word girdle, never mind actually, actually. I didn't think they were still sold. Yeah, I mean, I presume, as you said, Sean, very knowledgeable, that yes. they're now magic knickers. <laughs> um, so... So I mean, yeah,
1: so basically what we're talking about is, is we're talking about a man and a woman who are in a relationship and the man is expressing some kind of interest in something that the woman doesn't understand and whether or not that is good, bad or, or, or you know, to be decided is irrelevant, really, because yes, their relationship will function perfectly if they can be on the same page about what's going on. If they can't, then they're in trouble. That's basically what it boils down to. And I think at the end of the day, she's not getting out of him a, a clear explanation of what it is that's going on. But she's the one who's kind of. She found What's something these? else. Yeah. I'll be trying to work out. <laughs> well, she said, did I that piece in <laughs> <and> mind <mime, laughs> yeah. just to explain yeah, to yeah. the listener. Every chance actually, I was there. I, uh, <laughs> I was using sign language. Um, she she found. Uh, some of this information comes from her being on his phone and then working out something there. Other parts of it are from stuff he's indicated. Oh, I find that kind of sexy. The next thing it is, he's indicating that he might even like putting it on his own body. All of which are kind of they're they're not necessarily, and I'm using quote, square quotes here. It's not necessarily normal behaviour, but it's very common behaviour. It's a mm. lot a lot of people engage in that kind of stuff. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
2: So, so, <laughs> Some uh, so, larger so, large large than, extent yeah, than others, yeah. Yeah.
1: I haven't gone near a girdle in 20 I years. Know, yeah. No, uh, but the reality of it is, is, look, this is down to it's like, it, what is it he wants? What is it, Where is this going? He hasn't told her Does yet.
2: Does it matter? Well, because I see this problem as being from her perspective, like no judgment if he's into girdles and looking at stockings and googling things on his phone and even if he's into wandering around although I think that's a little bit weird the the women's underwear department you know getting a kick out of looking at girdles that's all grand the problem is for her is that he's now telling her come on and we go into the lingerie department and and maybe you'd try on a girdle Sure but what's the difference between that and then
1: saying oh let's why don't you dress up as a cop or a fireman I know, but That's that's what I was going to
2: say if she's not comfortable with that which clearly she isn't she's Mm. got to articulate that to him uh, you know very clearly and say look You know, if you're into all that crack, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. But I'm not. So and it doesn't turn me on and it's not actually doing anything for me. So, you know, in your own time, do whatever you want. But don't be asking me to try on girdles or don't, you know, come into the bedroom jumping around in a girdle because it's actually not going to do anything for me. I totally she's quite entitled that's to say what that. I, so my,
1: my very initial point was that, was that if they're not on the same page about what it is that but works But she's for entitled
2: them, to say, I'm oh not yeah. into that. So, you know, do it all in your own time, but don't bring it in to but me. But she can I don't only say that
1: if her partner expresses interest in X, Y and Z. You know what I mean? You can but only. She said
2: that he wants her to try on girdles when they're in the shop. Didn't she say that? And that's the bit I'd be like, no, where you go? Every time he plays, well, he goes in search of girls. You're actually talking
1: about what you'd be comfortable with now, Barbara, <laughs> as opposed to... What, <laughs> your this, woman this wouldn't person. have written into us if she was comfortable oh, no, with I understand that, but what I'm trying to avoid is the idea that just because Barbara and this woman have a similar feeling about it, doesn't means everybody would. No, I'm not and saying that's, everybody so, would. So, so, so again, to just to clarify, in any relationship, no matter what the kind of, the sexual urge is or the desire or, or the fetish, whatever it is. If one party expresses it and the other party knocks it back, that's fine. It's, it's not yeah, exactly. but, but but it can't happen unless one party expresses it.
2: Yeah, but I think she that's the bit that she's confused about. I think yeah, and she did say that he pesters her to try on girdles as well when they're in the shop. So um, he's found an expression and she's not into it into it. Yeah but she so needs they to both express that. Then. I think then she's got confused. I mean and then she overthought it a bit with the Oedipus complex and the mother in law. Um I mean Maybe she's right. I don't know. But, you know, I think that she she needs to feel that it's perfectly acceptable for her to say, I'm not into this. Yeah, So yeah. stop asking me. But that could
1: apply. Last week we were talking about, you know, you know activity that people have in bed. And, and, and the same thing can apply. Is that like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not into that. But the reality of it is, is, is that if you don't get both people onto the same page, you know, kind of being into the same thing, then you have a very core dysfunction. And neither know, party is right or wrong.
2: Do you have well, a very dis- core dysfunction? Yeah, because
1: if somebody's really, because often what can happen is, is that if somebody's expression is being kind of... It, it, You're wrong is what is what the vibe is. is No, 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 that's not
2: the vibe. Absolutely it's not. It's that I'm not into that. That's not doing anything for me. Um, so, like, it's not judgment. It's just, uh, it's not my preference. It's not what I mm. like. It's maybe not turning she, me on. So there she, she could wear also, a hat or something, fine. you know. That, no, no, that, there there that,
0: <laughs> she could wear a hat or something. They could meet in the middle somewhere, so to speak. Just not girdles. Do you think he'd be into her wearing a hat? I don't know.
1: Like
2: a balaclava? Uh, or well, that I don't know. Yes,
1: he might like that. <laughs> well, you don't know what he's into. And that's the problem, is that he's not expressing yet what it is that he's into. I think he's and expressing it very clearly what he's into. He's
2: into girdles. We've heard about girdles the whole way through. That's yeah. what he's into and she's not and she's not either into wearing them herself which I fully understand and she's also not into him wearing them and I think she's quite entitled to say that. You go and okay, Google so all what if like it was What if it, it, what if it was
1: like okay you know uh, Clodagh I'm going to drag you down to the, to the high street and we're going to go into um, Victoria's Secret or you know whatever those, you know, those shops Who's set. Clodagh talking to now? She's, she's been spoken to by her partner her husband okay. who then says look at all this lovely lingerie that I'm going to stick you in. says
2: I'm not into that lingerie exactly. that's perfect. Exactly, acceptable
1: as but, well. but are we, are that doesn't we, mean there's a judgment, though. I know, but it doesn't mean there's a problem with with her husband wanting to put but her you're in the that. One that
2: said, now they've a big problem because if they're both not on the same page, they've got a serious dysfunction. I don't think they have. It,
1: no, I, I, what I me- meant by that is is that they can't communicate what their needs yeah. are, and
2: and that yeah. and if
1: that isn't clear.
2: But just because somebody communicates their needs doesn't mean you have to go along with it. You can communicate Absolutely. back and go. You can forget that, honey. That ain't mm. happening. Do you know? Somebody, uh, some, I somebody, is uh, she
0: married to a pervert? Define perverts as one listener. Uh, somebody else <laughs> says, every time we visit the lingerie section, he goes looking for girdles. How often do they visit lingerie sections? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever <laughs> yeah. had with my missus. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like something they routinely do. And, and she brings him and he goes. I, I do and, you know, maybe that there's something going on there.
1: That they're, you know, in, 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 in kind of um, expressing the kind of the sexier side of the relationship, people might, like, explore. There's nothing wrong with that. There's loads of shops all around town that sell things for people to explore kind of
2: a bit more of a saucy side of their... I think and, these are in a Midlands town. Because well, they I mean, mentioned the almost nationwide store, which I don't think is that big, and so therefore it's very easy and to. they're fall. big enough now. Don't be dissing <laughs> them. Yeah, no, they could be anywhere. I'm yeah. not dissing them. But yeah. we, but could like, be in Limerick or maybe can't, yeah. in Niri, you
0: can
1: Could be engineering. You can't yeah. get to the shirts and the blouses without passing by the line. They have, yeah. They do the, kind of. Have them in the doorway. In my
2: mind, to have kind yeah. of more old fashioned lingerie, which may include girdles.
0: Yeah. I don't know, they're Would you even call a girdle lingerie, really?
2: I don't look I don't know.
0: Anyway, somebody else says she's obviously boring and he's afraid of how to broach how to say it to her that maybe some dress up would be nice. Maybe he wants to buy her something and doesn't know where uh, or where to buy or the size what well, he should do. He's wandering around right after right in the lingerie on. section. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't sound like a pervert to me main problem here is no communication between them yeah that's Uh, that's exactly it Willie the welder says I'd imagine there aren't too many fellas who are into uh, uh, Willie the welder Uh, you know Willie who are into (laughs) girdles so if that fella is listening to your show I'd love to see the look he gives his missus Uh, indeed that might be wandering around uh, a well known department store right now as we speak Right. Anyway, I could use your help with this. My daughter is 19, dropped out of college in her first year. She struggled with the transition to university and I'm not certain that she was very serious about the degree that she picked. I never saw her as a teacher anyway. She left college in January of this year and hasn't made a clear plan for herself since. It was all fun and games when she dropped out and I kind of enjoyed her having her around when I was working from home. But it's nine months on now and she's totally deflated. She's been trying to get a job around the village in coffee shops and supermarkets, but she's just not connecting with the work. It's really, that's an inverted commas, mm. it's really affecting her confidence. And she's now a shell of the girl that I knew. We've sat down and had a look at PLC courses that she could apply to help her figure out what kind of career she wants, but she still couldn't decide. I think she, she, uh, she the failed illusion of university and college has shattered her and struggling to get a job isn't helping. How do I help my
2: little girl? Mm. Oh, God. I'd say this letter will resonate with an awful lot of parents because oh, yeah, I think yeah. this is actually very common and I don't think it's something that we talk about enough. The transition from secondary school into university is actually quite difficult for Quite a few students. Mm. It's a huge transition, and it's a huge difference, and a lot of—not a lot of, but there would be a significant number of students who find it overwhelming, particularly if they're going to start in one of the bigger colleges. Or, in, um, or during the week, the dropout rates are, are yeah, um, still yeah. quite high. So you know, this is she's she's this problem is not unusual, and that's the first thing to say to this woman that this is extremely common. My daughter, one of my daughters, dropped out of college after three months. Gung-ho, I'm off, you know, I've left school, I got mm. my leave and cert, I'm off to college. And literally within weeks, she was like, she reminded me of when, you know, you have a child who's having difficulty starting school. Yeah. Like going out to the bus and then coming home and saying, I can't go, I can't do it. Um, And was totally overwhelmed by it. Um. And we had a similar situation. We said, "Okay, take a year out. She was working in the local supermarket and she felt exactly as this girl did. She felt like a failure. She felt all of her friends had moved on and she was stuck in this kind of holding pattern. And what I would say to this woman is what we eventually did, which was we sought some professional help. We went and she had um, one or two sessions with a careers counsellor who helped her to try and work out what it was that she really wanted to do in college and what kind of college would suit her Temperamentally better than the one she'd chosen. Uh, that helped hugely. And she then, of her own volition, went for some counseling as well to help her to be more, to feel better about all of that. And a year later, she went back to a different college, a completely different course. She never loved college. And that's another thing I think we have a problem with here. Mm. There is so much talk about the university experience and the college experience, making it out that it's amazing and it's fabulous. It's not for everybody. And I think that this way our education system has gone, which kind of directs practically 99% of students into third level uh, colleges well, is that's crazy. true. It, yeah, it doesn't absolutely. suit everybody. Yeah. And it's ne- and certainly with her, she never loved college. She got through it. She got her degree. She's now working, Grant. But she never loved it. And so I think this woman, may she may find her daughter may never love college. She may never go to college. She may work out something else. And you can have a perfectly, my eldest daughter didn't go to college. And again, I thought at the time, and I think anybody who drops out, that's a brave move. It's actually yeah, quite yeah. brave to go, do you know what, this isn't for me and I'm going mm. to stand back and take a bit of time. So what I'd say to the mammy is, um, is don't panic. Do you know, she's time on her side. She's fine. I, I, and if you see that her confidence is slipping and that she's going into herself and down, I definitely would recommend some therapy. It, my daughter would absolutely. She's a huge advocate now, uh, um, for therapy, and uh, she, you know she just went for a couple of sessions over about a year, and uh, it really helped her hugely. But also, I would suggest a guidance counselor to help her work out what it is that she wants to do. Yeah, I think yeah. the school doesn't do that.
1: We spend a lot of time, kind of like you know, pushing kids from the time that they're twelve up till they're mm. sixteen or seventeen focusing on just that transition you're going to go to college you're going to get your mm. points you're going to go to college and then you're going to get a job and And it's kind of unrealistic to expect 16, 17 even 18 and 19 year olds to know what it is that they want to do for the rest of their lives and there's so much pressure put on them to believe mm. that the, that the, this is this this is yeah. this now mm. now the future them is being suddenly forged mm. When in fact, that's not the case. You're no. constantly reinventing yourself. I think what happens here is, that, is exactly what you said, is that the, whether it's, you know, I, I think structurally it should be a professional. But if that's not an option, the idea of allowing somebody time yeah. and, and conversations to work out exactly what they feel that they are good at, where they feel they could learn new things. And where they want to go, and and not knowing is fine. Not some people. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) And I'm way older than your kid. Sure. Well, and yeah, and you're absolutely right.
0: But sure that that, in that other question, you're sure your man's in his fifties when he figured out he likes gardening. So (laughs) she's (laughs) she's plenty of time. time. (laughs) Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. Moncrief. weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.